Hello, you are tuning in to the Prog Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brumwick, and today we have Zach Early from the progressive metal band Erroneous. What's up, Zach? How you doing? Hello. Doing doing pretty good. Yeah. So you got a new truck. I heard uh, we took it into the shop today. What's what's going on with it? It's uh, It's been redneckified officially. <laughs> no, I, I think there's a bad brake switch in it or something, but... um. I'm not a truck expert, so I brought it into the shop. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it would be too expensive to fix. Or no, I, well, I hope not. <laughs> That'd be really dumb after yeah, just buying it. That would suck. That would suck. Uh, how many miles are on the thing? Uh, too many. <laughs> I just bought it as like a beater to get me around for now, and me getting a, a new job this this winter, so I'll get something new next next summer probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's- Good to have around though. Be able to lug a lot of stuff, go hay baling and stuff. I didn't really have stuff. I didn't really have a choice in the matter. I needed transportation and my car was not drivable, so Yeah. Yeah. My car's getting to be the same way. (laughs) Kinda sucks. But you know what? I'm gonna get a new guitar instead of a new car. Priorities, (laughs) dude. Yeah, you can drive that around. Yeah. Just put some wheels on it, scoot around on it like it's a skateboard yeah, or something. To be like Bobby. Yeah. We should all aspire to be like Bobby. <laughs> Longboarding sweet. All right. So we're going to kick off this podcast with an album review. Um, Intronaut's new album, The Direction of Last Things. Um, what did you think of the album as a whole? Uh, I really liked it. I mean, I honestly just listened to it but i thought i thought we were gonna listen to it here so that was where the confusion came in so i figured i'd save my first listen for the actual interview but yeah you you informed me this morning that i needed to listen to it before so (laughs) yeah i kind of crammed it in before we came here and it's really good man Uh, i love it actually i don't know uh sorry about the miscommunication no it's it's fine Oopsies. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else better to do this morning. Uh, so Well, thanks for getting it in, man. Yeah, it was, it's really good. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I thought the track uh, Pleasant Surprise was like a pretty like straightforward, uh, you know, just rocker start to finish. Yeah. They have like a lot of songs where it's like it's really diverse because there's like songs that are just like really chill like almost the entire time and they have right. this random burst where it's like heavy grooves and stuff i think that's really cool yeah they they seem to be back to their older style they used to do that on their previous albums i mean not their last two it was mostly just like laid back stuff for their previous two albums but yeah i don't know i, li- I like the their metal style i like everything they do i think they're really good at what they do and yeah yeah they're really tasteful overall yeah they have just like i don't know just a very diverse band yep kind of reminds me of uh i don't know the vibe i get like their sound doesn't really sound like tool but it's the kind of vibe that i get sometimes yeah especially just like their tone and everything in fact uh funny fact um the guy the bassist from tool actually collaborated with them on uh, oh, yeah, i believe right. it was valley of smoke the the self-titled track on that album and it's, it's really cool yeah and i heard that uh devin townsend like produced this album yeah i heard that too and it sounds like he knows what he's doing production's really really well done really tasteful it's all you can hear everything it's all clear yeah it's really 
unique sounding. It's, it's great. Yeah. I, I think Devin, like, really upped his game since, like, his recording of As the Palace is Burned. By oh, yeah. Had. Well, that was, like... That was so long ago. Yeah, it was, like, but in the late 90s, I think. Yeah, it's just interesting to see how much he's progressed since then. Yeah. It's cool. Um... Are there any tracks that like stuck out to you? Uh, I I thought the first track, uh, "Fast Worms," was pretty great. That was yeah, great I really like that one. The the single was really good slap in the face as far as I don't know musically, I guess. Uh, it, and you were like telling me before the interview, like that they're uh, "Fast Worms." Um, the music the video. music video, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just, let's leave it at that. It's a, pretty comical something else i don't know if it has anything to do with the actual lyrics or not but (laughs) it's worth the watch (laughs) let's put it that way be even more interesting if it did have something to do with the lyrics (laughs) like if they tied it in somehow funny weed smoking dolphins (laughs) or whatever (laughs) it's it's strange (laughs) yeah so uh we'll we'll give you listeners a little chance to check out fast worms right now just gonna play a quick little sample think of the musicianship overall uh well you know i mean i'm no music expert by any means but my personal opinion i uh, i thought it was awesome i don't know they they're really good really good composers and they like i said before they're, they're good at what they do i like their style they have un- unique style i saw them live and they they killed it it was in chicago with mashoga it was great Great concert. Those guys are really tight live. The yeah. drummer's insane. He did like a 10-minute drum solo in the middle of their set. It was awesome. It sounded great live. Their sound Damn. guy is good. And yeah, I think overall they're really good musicians and they're really good at what they do. Yeah, I have yet to see them live. Like I, I really need to get on that. It was, it was great. It was a good concert. Yeah, they all seem really tight musicianship-wise. Their drummer is beastly, and he's just got a really unique style yes. to his playing. Love it. And uh, were the tracks appealing to you vocally? Like, wh- what do you think of their vocalists as you are a vocalist yourself? I, I think they're great. Uh, I like their cleans. They're, they sing in harmonies very well, and they... You know when to scream and when to sing. Their, you know, their their judgment of, as far as that is all good, and it's all tasteful. It's all good. Sounds good. Lyrics are good. It's it's just good all around. It's all it's all good. Yeah, I have nothing. I can't. But I can't say a bad thing about them really. Yeah, same here. I, like I'm really nitpicky when it comes to like clean vocals Me in too. the metal scene. Especially when they're trying to mix the two, it just doesn't doesn't seem to flow for me anyway but these guys definitely know how to do it and they do it very well yeah like a lot of times it just sounds kind of like garbage when they mix the clean just doesn't flow yeah it's weird but these guys have a really good approach to it um yep i thought uh like 
a really good example of the clean vocals. I thought they shined pretty well on the last track of the album called City Hymnal. Personally, yeah. I thought that was a good track for it was, that. It was a really good ending. Yeah, it was really melodic. And that's just a really pretty song in yeah. general. Yeah, it's definitely easy listening music if you're not you know that into metal or anything you could still get into that band i I would think anyway if you're if you're into uh, i don't know prog music i guess you would call it yeah prog metal or even just like just progressive in general just yeah i think some classic rock fans could probably get into it yeah there's definitely classic rock influence there yeah so uh City Hymnal will give you listeners a chance to listen to that track, check out the clean vocals. All right, here you go. Okay, so going on from that, um, how how do you think uh, the direction of Last Things, this new Intronaut album, how do you think it compares to their previous releases? Well, uh, I guess I kind of touched base on that a minute ago, but like I said, they're they're kind of back to their older style as far as the way they mix up, you know, the the metal into the I don't know progressive sound, I guess, the more laid back, chill stuff that they do and then they even in the same song like they go back and forth from you know style to style and i really like that i like the way they do it so i have you know no problem with that Uh, a couple other people i talked to were kind of upset that they were back to their their metal ways i guess because their previous two albums were just you know all all clean vocals and all just chill laid back stuff but i don't mind it you know i think no matter what they do, I'm going to like it and listen to it, and I'm going to support them because they're really good musicians. So, Yeah. I think all around, like, you can't really go wrong with an Intronaut album. No, I think I haven't heard a bad song from them yet. I mean, they're just, <laughs> I'll say it a hundred more times, they're, they're really good at what they do. Yeah, definitely. So Intronaut's new album, The Direction of Last Things, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Some good stuff. Listen to it. Put that music in your ear hole. Enjoy it. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to move on to this next section. We're going to talk about, Zach, your your vocal technique a little bit. Okay. Um, How many years have you been doing vocals? Um, uh, I think it was sophomore year I started. So about seven years. Dang. It'll be seven years in a couple of months, yeah. Uh, that's a good chunk of time. Yeah, it's been a while. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but, you know, time flies, as they say, so. Yeah, and being in bands with you all along the way, I yeah. definitely have seen you progress. Yeah, we all have as musicians. Yeah. I'd say we've definitely gotten better, which is a good sign. Yeah, I used to really, really suck. <laughs> Real think, bad. Yeah, I think we're all pretty pretty bad in our high school days but yeah not that like we're super awesome or anything now I mean, right we're definitely better though <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> we actually know some music theory and whatnot. Yeah, it's all about that continuous improvement, right. everybody. <laughs> all right, so you write lyrics and do vocals for the band Erroneous. Um, yep. H- how do you come up with the lyrics to the songs? Well, I have my uh, little handy-dandy notebook that I, I usually keep around the house, but if I go on vacation or if I'm leaving the house for an extended period of time, I'll I'll carry it around with me, you know, kind of like a journal or something. I just basically just write down a bunch of random thoughts, and I have pages and pages of just random thoughts that I've had, and I try to keep it, you know, focused on one specific topic for each page, and from there, you know, when I sit down and want to write something, I look back on my notes and all my thoughts and kind of just go from there, really. I just generate words and <laughs> sentences out of that, out of just random thoughts. And You are quite the wordsmith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use a lot of thesaurus, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Try to make myself sound smarter than I actually am. Yeah, it's a good way to go about it, though. Just have your notebook around and then wait for, you know, a thought to come. And right. Just quick jot it down. That's smart. You're a smart guy. Yep, yep, yep. So smart. All right. Um. So what what lyrical concepts do you write about in the debut erroneous EP, Truth and Perception? Like, well, what are some of the concepts? Well, I guess the main concept would be just uh that you know the title truth and perception is referring to i don't know it's it's hard to explain i wrote that song so long ago but i don't know the truth is subjective i guess is another way of looking at it you know it, it varies from person to person one person might look at it this way and the next person might look at it a completely different way there there is no truth essentially it is it's all opinion it's all perspective you know yeah it it doesn't hold any real factual i don't know yeah it's all for interpretation (laughs) it is i mean unless you're talking about like gravity and math and stuff that we can actually physically see yeah other than that it's it's all it's all perception man yeah at least that's what i have come to realize for myself only everyone in the YouTube comments would realize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the internet is definitely a good example of that. You just, like you said, just scroll YouTube for a while and you'll see what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> everyone thinks they're right and no one's willing to admit when they're wrong. Yep, basically. <laughs> it's awesome. Love it so much. All right, so Erroneous is in the process of writing their new album, which is going to, you know, take a while. Yeah, <laughs> but uh what lyrical concepts are you working on for that release so far uh it's just i don't know it's kind of i'm trying to make it a concept album but at the meantime it's not really like a very in-depth concept it's kind of a vague concept just just I, I like to call it the oddities of everyday life just little nitpicky things that i think are weird about the way we function as a society and as human beings just the way the way a lot of people think and just how we pass you know really weird things off as to be normal and you know as part of society that's just the way it is and nobody really looks at it weirdly as i do everyone just kind of i don't know 
well, just kind of accepts it. Accepts accepts it, right? And no one. I don't know. Yeah, life is weird. Yeah, it, when you really look at the logistics of how we operate as as a species, it, it it's pretty weird, man. At least I think it is. Yeah, we're not like any of the animals out there, really. No, we <laughs> we do things a little differently than than nature has intended. Yeah, if it was up to me, I'd just like live in a bush my whole life. <laughs> but I'm here at school, you know. <laughs> Like, what if I wanted to be a chipmunk, dude? This is kind of unfair. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I'm only like halfway through the album, so I don't have the whole theme, you know, completely thought out yet. But that's kind of what I'm going off of right now. Yeah. We're weird. Yeah, and you can, there's so many different concepts you can like put to that too. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, I I think it would fit seamlessly as, you know, concept for a concept album. Right. Yeah, I I think that would work great. Looking forward to hearing more. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And uh, so when it comes to your vocal style, you have a great heavy guttural sound to your voice um, on the Erroneous EP and just in general. Um. For example, the beginning of Disillusionment Part 2, you mm. have a great mix of tone screaming. Yeah. Um, what is your approach to doing vocals for parts like that, which demand like a sense of melody to it? Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to explain specific technique because, I don't know, I'm not, I don't consider myself a teacher by any means. You know, if anything, I'm a student. I'm still learning things every day. Every time I scream, I, you know, I learn something new and... As far as my technique, it's more of it's kind of just like muscle memory, I guess. You know, it's just something that I know how to do, and it's hard for me to explain. But I don't know. You just kind of have to, f- you know, feel what you're doing. You you really got to feel the music, and it kind of just comes out of you, man. I don't know. You just give her. It's just an expression of emotion, you know, and that, that's how I express myself. I I grew up a very angry young man, and that's how <laughs> I kind of let out all my frustration i guess i have to scream about it so yeah that's that's how i approach it just yeah. just give her i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to get that emotion out for sure right and that's why i started doing music I just had all these feelings and you know things i wanted to portray and i just translated it into guitar riffs and i mean it's just kind of something yeah. that that I knew how to do like yeah I don't know yeah it came pretty naturally yeah for you like I mean obviously at the beginning obviously I've gotten better since I first started but you know it's kind of something that I think that you just kind of have or you don't have I mean you can you can learn how to do it to an extent but if you don't have that natural voice to begin with I don't think you're going to be excelling at death metal vocals personally yeah for some it just comes more naturally and right. then for others it's almost as if they have to force it and then it ends I mean, up you, sounding forced your voice for is your reason. your voice is your voice you know you can't can't change your voice it's yeah what you're born with so basically just be you right you know don't try to be anyone else but yourself that's, that's good right. advice yeah, so we'll we'll play a quick little sample of uh, Disillusionment Part 2 so you can hear these tone screams that Zach does. 
All right, we'll give you a second to listen to it. Okay, um, sometimes you do just a straightforward low tone when it comes to your screams. Um, there's a pretty great section in the erroneous track reinstating the constitution that features this. Um, do you have any like tips for vocalists that want to get like low screams in there? Like, What do you personally do when you want to just get that guttural lowness? Um, low tone for me is just all diaphragm. I mean... Like I like I said before, it's hard to explain, but you just really got to push more and open up your throat, I guess. Other than that, I, I you know it's it's just muscle memory for me. It's just something I can do, you know, when I want to do it. And again, I got to be feeling the music. I gotta have that emotion, you know, and express it. It's it's just that's music, man. I, I don't know what how else to explain it. Yeah, like I notice uh, a lot of times when I'm watching you do vocals, like when you do lows, like, and as opposed to when you're doing highs, like when you do highs, like your mouth is like more wide open than when you do lows. It's kind of like yeah, like I'm tighter lips. I kind of close my mouth a little bit and open up my throat, essentially, I guess, and I kind of bend over a little bit to really, you know accentuate that that diaphragm and push as hard as i can essentially not to the point where it hurts because it's not supposed to hurt but to the point where it almost hurts yeah and that's how you get a good good low tone yeah you don't want to wreck your vocal cords by pushing no too that, much. that's how you tear your vocal cords which uh isn't isn't very fun just from what i heard yep then you don't really you know scream anymore <laughs> <laughs> not very well anyway yeah most definitely all right so some really good low tone vocals that zach does are featured in the erroneous track reinstating the constitution and uh we'll just give you a second to listen to that really quick so moving on um what vocalists inspired you in the beginning uh i'd have to say my biggest influence when i was younger is uh randy blythe from lamb of god he's i mean to me that guy's just got the whole package he's he's got his highs his lows his mid-range he's he can he can do it all man he's got the range he's got the tone he's got the the power that guy can hold out screams for like 
10 to 20 seconds it's it's unreal what that guy can do and still to this day I mean he's he's got to be in his late 40s now and he still has a really powerful awesome awesome voice yeah that guy is ridiculous I don't know how he does that it's I've tried doing vocals and I don't know how you guys hold your screams out that long it's I, I can't do it as long as he can yeah but yeah I mean, I'd really like to learn how to do that there's got to be a way you can condition your lungs to, I don't know, not let out as much air, I guess, and hold your stuff out longer, you know. And I know you can hold your breath as long as you can, and that's supposed to expand your lungs. It's how people, you know, deep sea dive, go snorkeling and stuff. And huh. At least that's what I've heard. You can expand your lungs somewhat by doing that, but... Yeah, it's insane the amount of stamina some vocalists have. Yeah, to it's it's kind of intimidating when I hear <laughs> people who can do stuff like that and stuff that I know I can't do. It's makes me want to you know learn and get better and progress as a, as a musician. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Like every time, like you know, you notice someone doing something that you can, it just like inspires you to just yeah. keep pushing forward. Yep get better get to that level yep maybe even beyond it who knows <laughs> i mean it's hard to you know aspire to you know be as good as uh, randy blythe as yeah. far as stamina goes right but you know it's not an impossible feat and it's important to keep trying to get there maybe i can be almost as good as him someday yeah i think <laughs> you're well on your way man yeah thanks um so uh, what what vocalists inspire you now? Like, is there more new vocalists that you just are like super infatuated with? And yeah, um, I really like Johnny Davy from Job for a Cowboy, and he has a couple other side projects that he does. And yeah, that that guy's voice is really unique, and the the things that he does are really really awesome. It's great stamina, great tones, and. It's, that guy's just a monster on the mic. Uh, I like what he does. Uh, I like the guy from Devolved, the guy from Aborted, uh, the guy from Spawn of Possession. Again, these guys, I, I don't really know their names. But, you know, there's there's tons of vocalists that I like out there, man. It's just a matter of finding them, you know. Our style of music is, has such a limited audience. It's hard, to, it's hard to discover some of these bands. And, you know, there's just... There's hundreds of vocalists out there waiting to be listened to, you know, I mean. Yeah, chances are there's, like, vocalists out there that we don't even know about that's in a band that only has, like, 500 likes on Facebook, but <laughs> yeah. is the most amazing vocalist yeah. ever. That's usually how it goes in our style of music. Yeah, and then there's Kim Kardashian and, like, all those <laughs> little teeny bopper music lovers Nicki minaj yeah terrible i wish the music industry worked a little bit differently <laughs> but you know what at the same time it's kind of cool having this underground scene at yeah. the same time would be nice to be able to make a living more easily off the music though well some some bands do you know certain bands excel at at this music like Meshuggah, for instance you know those guys i mean they're not millionaires by any by any means but they're doing decent they, though they do pretty well i would say they they attract a crowd i mean 
look at the times that we saw them. They were, those were like damn near sold out shows. Thousands of people yeah. show up to those shows. So yeah, those shows were nuts. All right, so uh, this concludes today's Prog Mania podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and don't forget to tune in next week at progmania.com for another exciting podcast that will feature yet another local artist and album review. Stay classy, Green Bay.